We're live, and we made it. We made it. By the skin of our teeth. <laughs> we're here. We're here. We, we did it. We're both, we're both uh, have a post-show hangover right now, like a super bad post-show hangover. No alcohol involved. No alcohol involved. We just don't, we still can't explain this whole thing, but yes. every time. Somebody needs to research this phenomenon. It's just like after a show, you just feel like you got hit by a bus. I mean, even Adam, I don't, you know? It doesn't make sense for me. Because you're I not mean, like, yeah, you're not doing the, po- like for me, I'm posing and stuff, which doesn't take up much energy right the posing it's not like a regular workout regular workouts are much more intense but like yeah yeah just after a show you're just like drained of all yeah. energy and, and it's when you have the lethargic. most you have the most food in you the least cardio in you the least workouts the most ability to sleep but then you're just exhausted i don't understand yeah. it i shouldn't see it's really weird because i have no reason that i should be Yes. I don't have a excessive workouts or low cal. I can eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problems, right? But I'm for, I'm like, like it's I had to get pulled out of bed. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is so crazy. There's no Olympia on our shoulders right now, and I could just I'll be out of the office like three o'clock. Yes. <laughs> like it's like crazy. But my theory is that like you just spend so much emotion on show day, and you know all the adrenaline and endorphins you give all your like emotions to the show. And then after you're just the day after you're just like zapped of those endorphins and you're just <laughs> like, oh, and then you like crash. But that's my theory. I could be wrong. Who yeah. Knows? If someone smarter than us figured that out, because we have no idea why we're so tired day <sighs> after show. Okay. And it's not even the day after. It's two days two after. Days it's after. La- I mean, this is the Olympia might last like three days of a post-show hangover. It must be. This one's this one would hit me hard, and it's like we're not even <laughs> jet lagged either. It ha- it's a local like, show. It's like twenty minutes away. The venue's twenty minutes away. It shouldn't even be like a time change thing. Which you know that would be that would make more sense if we like you know came from the east coast or something. But I no, three three rains today. Wow. It's gonna <laughs> storm now. Two. Yes, it's, is it what if you drink three rains? It's a thunderstorm. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> they need one just called thunderstorm. It's like three times as much. There you go. That's a great uh, marketing. heart attacks guaranteed. That's a good marketing idea. <laughs> Thunder. That's a new flavor. Thunderstorm. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you like my promo voice? I love it. Do you? <laughs> you could be like the competing brand of rain. You could be like their rivals. Yeah. Like thunder. You got rain. Well, we're bringing the thunder. Thunderstorm. Oh my god! Inch away from a heart attack, but just the performance you need. Whoa, that's freaky! <laughs> do you like that? I want to be a ring, a ring announcer one day. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, Ashley. Wow, I didn't know. I have so many skills you haven't figured out yet. You I, see I the know. iceberg, the top of the iceberg. <laughs> They're just useless in real life. I mean, I'm impressed. <laughs> you don't surprise me anymore. But wow, holy crap! Holy so, moly! So let's do a proper introduction. I'm here with my lovely co-host. Ashley Cotwalser. Hi, everyone. Number one American bikini pro in the United States. Well, I guess that would have to be the case, right? Or number one U.S. US bikini competitor. Okay. Two years in a row. Number three in the world, Ashley K. Fit. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and uh, beside me here is Adam Bonilla from TeamElitePhysique.com. Um, very successful coach, <laughs> if you haven't. Evan already heard. Um, good guy. Should meet him sometime. And then also Sassy the Sasquatch, who's holding my medal today. The bronze medal. Because my I can't do it because my neck is so, and my clavicle is so bruised from my suit. You guys have no idea. Yeah. Bikini girl problems. 
So for long shows like Olympia, you get bruises on your neck because that suit needs to be tight. Yeah. And you're just like carrying it around all day. So yeah, so good thing for Sassy. She's carrying my my metal <laughs> soap because I can't today. It's these bruised. These are huge metals. They're like a plate. It's like a plate. It's uh Are they getting bigger? I don't even know, but here, like, my hand's like a regular guy's size hand. It's not, like, big. It's not small. And it's, it's, it's like the whole size of my hand. It's a dinner yeah, plate. It's, it's, all, it's really close. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, <laughs> if you got, like, a personal pizza, it'd be pretty close to that. Pretty close. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, today's episode, obviously, is going to be about the Olympia. Man, what a, what a trip. What a trip that was. That was fun. Yeah. It was exhausting. And we're in the middle of it. You don't get to focus on how exhausting it is. Uh-huh. You just, you have to move. There's no choice. But wow. Jeez. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for this, this year's Olympia, I really tried hard not to overwhelm myself because I tend to do this. I tend to want to get into every event at the Olympia, like photo shoots and, and all this stuff, you know. I try to make it worth my while, but this time I was like, you know what? I want to focus just on the show and competing. So I didn't book any photo shoots. The only photo shoot I did was the mandatory photo shoot yesterday for the top five in each division. That was the only one I did because I had to, but I was smart this time and I didn't overdo it in that department. However, I still felt overwhelmed like this whole Olympia weekend, like... Olympia's tough. I, I don't think people realize for the athletes, it's a lot of commitments you got to be there for. It's not just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to prejudging, going to finals. No, it's like athlete check-in, meet the athletes, press conference, booth work. I was really overwhelmed, honestly, even without all the extra photo shoots and stuff. It was insane how, like, go, go, go I was. Even, even... It took till even like last night, which was Sunday after dinner or team dinner was the first time I got to sit down and just relax in like, since like last Tuesday, just sit down and be like, ah, and absorb it. Yeah. You know, go, go, go. Whew. But it was a great, what a great year it was. Yeah, it was, it was. It was good. Yeah. It was crazy towards the end here. And they just, uh, we, we, we have a system now in Vegas and it's like really effective system. I love how it's set up where we, you know, we train and we have all this and we do check-ins here and everything. So it is unfortunate that they moved it to Orlando next year because we're so set up now for it. But uh, next year, the Olympia is in Orlando. I think it's only one more year and then it's going to be back in Vegas from what I'm hearing. So mm -hmm. um, and it'll be mm -hmm. sooner in the year too, which is, I mean, honestly, I will take the trade off of being sooner in the year at a different spot, honestly, yeah. mm -hmm. because it is nice to kind of have it in the fall time rather than the winter, you know, and, and if I wanted to compete after Olympia, I feel more free to do so. And I don't know, I think it's just better timing. I don't think yeah. a lot of, a lot of people want to prep around the holidays, like Thanksgiving and stuff. And so, yeah. So anyway, what are your thoughts on, on the Olympia, Ash? I mean, we got to talk about this Olympia here. You I'm know? so proud of me. Yeah, I am too. And it's the biggest weight has been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> I did fantastic in my opinion and yeah. i'm super proud of myself and i'm so happy yeah i think I, in everyone's opinion you did so good you know, you know it's like every show it's like there you you try to bring your best every time right but there's you know sometimes the body does what it wants to do sometimes there's other factors that get in the way i was honestly for the prep of this olympia i don't know i was in a really weird mind 
set, I guess. Like I was so like extra stressed. Like I was so, I was in a weird mood, man. I was just like overly working myself up about it. And, um, I really like, I did, I was just so antisocial too, more so than any other prep. I was just like, I just want to be alone. <laughs> and I just wanted to just, just to focus. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever experienced a prep that I was just so, I guess, worked, worked myself up so much about, you know, and in the few weeks leading into the Olympia, I was just like, nothing else matters. I'm just focused on the Olympia. And I think it was kind of cool too, that like, I kind of was like really overly stressed if I'm being honest, which is, you know, not a usual trait for me, I guess. I'm usually more easygoing, but it's Olympia. And I was a little worried that I was going to bring like that same mindset to like the stage, like being too worked up about things. Um, but I didn't actually on show day, I felt really calm and clear, like very clear minded. Like you saw me the few days before leading up Olympia. I was a mess. Yeah. I was like freaking out. Like, am I going to be ready? You know, I'm over analyzing myself. I got the competitor goggles. Um, I was so cranky too. I was so cranky. <laughs> I was just so negative. Cause I was just like working myself up to this. I was just like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. But it's just like, the storm cleared on show day and I felt so calm and at peace. And it was just like the perfect, I don't know. I had the perfect mindset cause I was just so like, I'm confident I'm here. Hard work's done. Hayes in the barn. Now I just got to shine. And it was just like, I don't know. I yeah. felt really good on stage. Really good. Yeah. I was, I was a little worried about it too. Just confidence wise. I was yeah. just like, cause you were second guessing yourself a lot. And I was I was, luckily, you know, that was one of the times I think that it was good where I was, where I was there and I was telling you, no, you're good. You're good. But it was one of the times where I think that you were doubting it too, <laughs> where you're like, yeah. I don't think I'm ready. I'm going to be ready. And so it was a tough, it really didn't No, I will say you were like 95% going into like Wednesday before the Olympia. And so she was, it was a last minute one, which was not the intention. Mm -hmm. The goal for this prep was for her to be ahead like 10 days before the, the Olympia. And it came through like three days before and then progressively got better the last two days. And so, um, and then that day where you're up on your feet the whole day throws things off a lot. And then Friday you're up on your feet the whole day too. And that throws things off a lot. So it was like, it was very, um, came together the last few days where I think were kind of stressful too, because we we're like making you, you're getting better day by day. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, is it, is it enough? Are we going to need one, are we going to be, need one more day come Saturday, you know, type of thing. But, um, yeah, yeah. Friday, I was super stoked when I saw you on Friday. I was so super stoked. And then Saturday, I was like, okay, sweet. Yeah, we're good. We're, we're super yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, um, you know, I think going, if I'm being honest with, some, with myself and reflecting back on my prep for the Olympia, I think what made it difficult is like, for one, I was starting to get bored of Orange Theory. I'm honest. I'll be honest. I was getting kind of bored with it. So when you get bored with a certain activity, maybe it's something I was like lacking the intensity in. Um, but luckily I had those 10 K races that I was doing that, that was like my intense cardio day. Right. So I was doing 10 Ks leading up until the Olympia, even the week before the Olympia that Saturday, I was doing 10 K races. So that kind of saved me there a little bit, but I think also it being winter time, um, n most people in the winter aren't going to be walking around as much. So maybe my neat was down a bit. 
um, which caused me to not get as lean as I wanted to initially. Whereas in the summer, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to walk to Planet Fitness. I'm going to walk here. I'm going to walk there. Getting in all those extra steps, they definitely add up over time. So if I were to take a guess, I think that's what might have happened, why I wasn't getting as lean as I usually do in that time frame. Um, but it's something to note for next time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I think it did come together at the end, thankfully. Um, and with every show you do, you can never expect perfection. Like we're going to go over my photos and videos in a few days and see what we can fix. And I already have some ideas too. Um, but you got to go into a show knowing nothing. Not, it's no such thing as, perfect scenario so something's gonna be off you could always say oh i could have you know had tighter hamstrings i could have brought in my upper body bigger i could have worked on my posing better so there's always things to improve but i think like given the scenario and the show it it exceeded my expectations like i did close as close to perfect as i could have done um given the scenario, you know, if I'm being honest too, though, I do still think I looked a little bit better at Arnold Classic UK, um, but it was similar. It was similar. Yeah. It's always hard to tell because lighting and pictures, stage lighting and the the angles, who you're standing next to, what filters they're using on the camera too. It's like, you don't know. So it's really hard to, to even compare. I mean, I, I I sent you a photo too today of like my prejudging and finals looks and even the same day within the span of hours the photos like itself look different because the lighting's different it's two different stages if you guys don't know prejudging finals two different stages um one's in the expo prejudging and the finals is at the big stage so even that itself can throw off how you look so it's always hard to like compare your previous looks to to stage photos but I might have been a little fuller, I think, at UK. But I could be wrong. Yeah. It's Just close. a little bit. It's close. I would probably say, yeah, I'd probably maybe a 2% better in the UK if we really went, like, looked at it closely, mm-hmm. at least based on the pictures. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with that third placing. And considering um, where Maureen and, and Jen were, you were right in the middle of the two, you know? And I think that that was, that was like, the best, best case scenario. Like, your look that you had was the best case scenario in the scenario of... Jennifer and Maureen being next to you. You know, it was kind of crazy because we were in and going into the show, how the judging was going. Like I was, and everyone was more, more thought that Jennifer was winning because Jennifer didn't get moved. So we were kind of posing to that. I was like, if, and we were texting back and forth and I was like, push a little harder if Jennifer's in front um, next to you and push a, a little softer and we're just kind of like trying to, to I'll be honest, that last text, I didn't even see it because they <laughs> took us right, right. Oh, to, you're right to it. Yeah. Yeah. So some of your texts I didn't get, but. but yeah, so we're, so it was the, it was a crazy show on how it went. I think the entire, uh, the entire, really the entire world was kind of surprised by it just because of how judging went. Uh, Jennifer kind of stayed in the middle. So everyone was, at the end was like, was, was super happy for Maureen. Maureen has an awesome physique. So I'm super happy about that. And she's so nice too. She is. She's is sweet. It, we've had a really good run of, um, Miss Olympias, yeah, right? We don't totally. have any, like, we've never had, like, a jerky Miss Olympia. Like, they're always so, like, they're... Except for that Ashley Colt girl. <laughs> yeah, they're always so, uh, like, we they have good good representatives in yeah, bikini. Yeah, totally. You know? That's, you know, that's a big, that's a big deal, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with it, and she's going to yeah. be a good one, too, so I'm, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm sure she's going to be a good one. She's she's so cute. And yeah. You know what I liked about her is she took a big risk with that pink suit. Oh, I know. That was kind of crazy, but in a good way. It's like, it kind of shows you, like, hey, you can be a little wild with it, you know, because at the Olympia, everyone... I'll be honest, gosh, I want to say about 80% of the girls were in blue. 
And that's why you will never catch me in another blue suit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at the top 10, how many of them are blue? I'm like, mm, I can't be doing that. But she's wearing pink, like a yeah. hot pink, like the color of this bow. That was yeah. kind of cool. I was like, dang, girl, taking risks. That's a, I like it. That Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, it worked for her. I don't know if I could pull it off, but it looked good for her. What's funny is that every time, so every time there's a, a new Miss Olympia wearing a new color, that color will be the hottest color for the, the year. Uh-huh. So this year, I expect to see a ton of pink. She basically is going to bring pink in. So everyone's yeah. going to go pink now. Cool. I think there's a lot of girls who wanted to wear pink but didn't think it would work. And now that she won in pink, like a lot of them are just going to go nuts with it. Cause, totally. Yeah, when you were winning, it was green. When Angelica won, it was purple. Uh, Janet was purple. The only one, the only year where it didn't like really go crazy was Issa's like kind of, what is that? Kind of like an aqua green kind of mm. crystallized suit. There was a lot more of it, but it wasn't like so big. But I, I, I think this year pink is going to be like, like blue, <laughs> like for the year. It's going to be crazy. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> Erin also wore pink too. Yeah, she did. There was two competitors that wore pink and they definitely yeah. stood out. I don't know. I think people choose blue because honestly, blue looks good, good on everyone. Yeah. It's hard to not look good in blue. I think that's like the safest color. But yeah, in the Olympia, it's like you want to bring, like you want to usually play it safe when it comes to colors and you don't want to necessarily start new trends or anything. Um, which, you know, even... I was like debating if I should wear green on the Olympia stage because I'm like, but red's safer, especially after seeing the wellness girls on Friday. Yeah. They're all wearing like red. I'm like, but red looks good. Maybe it's just too red. <laughs> but I'm glad I went with the green and it looked good. And, and it uh, there was a few other greens, but it wasn't like a blue or anything like that. And definitely less greens than than reds. That's for sure. So, you know, something something to note. But. Yeah, if you want a color that you know you're going to look good in, go blue. Yeah. Um, the, that's safe, very safe. Wellness was all red and blonde, right? It was all red, red and, and blonde. blonde. Well, yeah. the second place girl was a blue suit. Okay. <laughs> Blues <laughs> with blonde hair, but they were all blonde. Yes. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy, especially because they're like all from Brazil and they're all blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most Brazilians have brunette hair. That's funny. So, yeah, no, that was, man, it was some crazy good physiques and wellness this year. So, anyway, how, how do you feel like the show went? Everything went pretty smooth. How do you feel? I feel, like I said, I'm very satisfied with my placing. And even just to get in the first call out is such a big deal to me. I I still can't believe it. Like, that's, it's so cool. Yeah. Like, if you, you know, sometimes it's like when you're in the moment and you're there, you don't really get a chance to really reflect on how, like, cool it actually is yeah. like to even get first call out at the olympia is amazing and that's something i always like think about too is like there's only been one i i'm i can't believe it i'm even saying this because when i think about it too it's kind of crazy if you think about it there was only one show that i never got a first call out in and that was like 2020 i think yeah yeah 2020 was the first time at any show ever as a pro, as a pro, not an amateur, but as a pro um, that I didn't get a first call out. That's kind of cool to think, yeah. but I'm just honored to be on that stage. Like with these girls, like, you know, it's, it's, it's such a cool experience. And it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love when I can get a first call out obviously. And then to get third place is like icing on the cake. Yeah. And, um, I'm really happy about it. And like, I think for prejudging, like I said, not much could have went better. I felt my mindset was so on point and 
you know, physique wise, I felt pretty good to you. And I think, you know, the first and second place uh, girls, I, I, you know, I, I don't even know if I was at my best, if this show, how I would have even done, even if I was 110%. I, I know, I know this about me. My structure is, is a bit smaller than most on the bikini stage. Like not even just muscle wise, but I'm talking like bone structure itself. Like I'm not, I'm not a thick girl. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like my wrists are super tiny. My feet are so small. Yeah, like I'm just like kid shoes. Yeah. Like I'm not <laughs> short. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm short. I'm five foot five inches, but I'm just, a, you know, I have light bird bones. Yeah. Like I'm just small and that's okay. I do what I can with my physique, but I do think like the first and second place girls, they they're thick, but in a good way, like that good thick, not, yeah. not the like hip like, width and things hip like that. Width, yeah. But like their bones seem to be, um, thicker clavicle wider. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, for what it was, I'm happy and I do see we can make some improvements and maybe, you know, by the time I step on stage next, they'll show through. But yeah, I mean, it was great. I think prejudging went really well in comparisons, everything. Um, my presentation for me was smooth. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but they definitely at the meeting and they were telling the pros throughout the the few weeks leading up to Olympia, like 45 second posing routine. And even the judges made a case to say like, Hey guys, we're really not trying to see all this flamboyant, like dancey stuff. We want to get like just front back with smooth transitions. The more time you're on stage, the more time we can see your flaws and don't try to overdo it. They kind of made that point across. So I really, I mean, my, my routine itself isn't that like intricate anyway. I'm pretty basic poser and that's just my style. Um, but I felt like I got a little uh, encouragement knowing that that's kind of like what they were basically trying to say. Like, don't try to, like, overdo it. So all the girls at prejudging kind of kept it tame. At finals, everyone kind of did their full, like, walking routine and whatever. But I will say, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that finals stage, the, the stage that uh, at, at Planet Fitness, or Planet Fitness, <laughs> Planet Hollywood, <laughs> that was the toughest stage to pose on yeah and i don't know if you guys saw carpet so the it was not only carpet so the carpet i don't mind carpet but it was padded carpet it's almost like it had foam underneath it's like when we walked in the heels it's almost like it gave in a bit so it was probably ideal for like the fitness competitors that probably was awesome for them like yeah i get some padding but for the divisions with heels holy moly and I even like, even in my um, presentation at finals, like there's this spot where when the stage, the regular surface meets the padded surface, and that's kind of like where the bo the box is to the back. Oh my God. Oof. That was a little rough. I'll be honest. That, I kind of like did a little stutter uh, just because it was like, I wasn't, I don't think my foot was expecting to go from flat to <laughs> padded, um, but yeah, that was a little oopsie, <laughs> but, um, you know, like I said, there's not going to be a perfect showing, so it's an oopsie, but it, you know, I think I recovered from it f quick. So I, I don't, I don't know if I was the only one that made the little stutter at finals. I don't know, but you can definitely tell that it wasn't even on the other competitors with that surface, it wasn't as smooth as they would usually do it yeah. because they were trying to be super like conservative, not to like basically 
trip or whatever because it was tough. You could see it when they had the uh, the wheelchair class. Oh uh, they gosh, were, they had it hard. They were too. like really pushing hard. Oh to, my gosh! And usually you don't see. It. I was like, wow, they look. They're like, like extra really. stride. They're getting yeah, a pump from they, that. <laughs> they were like pushing really hard on the wheel. I was like, they're working really hard to get to the side. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah, that in the posing routines. You know, they go side to side and like they oh. they, they go to both sides of the stage and they're like really working. And yeah. I was like, I've never seen them push so hard because usually they just one roll and then they can just kind of roll into it. You know, so it was a. I was like, oh, it's obvious how thick that is. Yeah, there. Yeah, so. it was. It was the honestly out of my entire competing career, the most difficult stage. And I would say that padded carpet was even harder than the super slick surfaces too, which can be difficult, yeah. like the like the shellacked wood surface or whatever, where like you pivot and you like all of a sudden do a 360 because it's so slick. It was even harder than that because it was like the opposite problem of just being, feels like almost like you're the feeling of like walking in sand in a way, but w within heels. Like it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you can't be as like fluid. You have to be like super like kind of like stiff in a sense, but you know, hey, there's the challenge. It's a challenge that everyone else had to deal with. So, um, but yeah, it was, um, I think I'm I'm just really really happy about everything. Yeah. And this this year being the hardest year there's ever been, it's just it means a little bit more. I think it's funny because I think when I see all the like posts and whatever online, I think people think we're being humble when we're saying we're just excited trying to get a first call out, but we're like legit just trying to get a first call. We're like. <laughs> We're even before we went into Olympia, we're like, you know, if there's eight people in the first call out, like we'd be so happy even if we get like eighth in that first call out. Like we just want to get in the first call, you know, that's, that's, that's it. Cause yeah. it's, this year was so unpredictable that like, and that's funny. I put out that. So I did this top 10 prediction video and I said, I'll put $2,500 to anyone that can get the top 10 in order. And no one was even close. I went through, yeah. there's over 200 and something guesses. I think it's like 250 guesses of top 10 and no one got it even close. Like there was so many, crazy so many surprises and so many people that you would think that was in first, that would be in first call that wasn't. Yeah. And it just goes to show you how volatile bikini is. You're a little bit too lean. You lost it. Yeah. You're a little too soft. You're in second call out now. You're not muscular enough or too muscular, you know. So it just goes to show you how unpredictable bikini is. And that's something I always have to keep in mind. Like at the end of the day, like, hey, you know, I always try to bring my best. But even if I'm just like a little bit off, that's that's the difference between like third place and like 16th. You know, yeah. it's anybody's game. And let me assure you, the judges show no mercy. They don't mm -hmm. care who you are. Ruthless. <laughs> I yeah. mean, obviously, going by the, the judging itself, you oh, can yeah. see that kind of inaction. They don't care. Like the, if you're a little off, you're getting to the back of the line, you know, so I'm happy that we were able to bring that consistency. In fact, this whole year. Despite maybe like, maybe like two shows, I felt like I was pretty dang consistent. Yeah. Competed 12 times. And I, I would say there was probably two shows that I'm like, uh, definitely could have, well, no three, actually. I would say three shows that I was like, felt a little off. Um, you know what I mean? But other than those three, and they were just like subtly off. And I would say that would be the Legends Classic in Vegas. My abs weren't very crispy. I would say it'd be the Arnold Classic Ohio. I think I was just, I could have been tighter overall. And then actually the Sasquatch show, <laughs> which funny enough, I I won the Sasquatch Pro Show, but I actually think that was like my worst look of the year. <laughs> but I still pulled through, so. Yeah. But, but other than that, I felt like 
dang, I brought my best. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, considering so. how much you compete, the consistency you do it at is, uh, is pretty hard. To, it's pretty hard to nail, you know, yeah. peaking 11, what is it? 12 times. Like that's, that's, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And, it, and even when you were off, you're like 5% off, you know? So not like, you know, other girls are often, it's like 10% off. You can yeah. see it, you know? So no, it was a good, it was a solid year. So I'm excited for, you know, for this little break and yeah. then to jump back into things. But, um, yeah, yeah. That, and that last week, man, it was, it was like so much going on the last I two know. weeks. And God bless you, Adam, for dealing with me. I was so, I was such a, an annoying athlete. <laughs> I really? was so cranky. So just so like, I don't know, distracted. She was just, just not like just, myself. I wasn't very, yeah. I was so in my head, yeah. even at the expo, I was so like, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, so when I know I'm in a bad mood and I know I'm like cranky and I know I'm like too in my head, I don't like to talk to many people because I don't want them to think that that's me, right? When I'm at my worst mindset, when I'm at my, when I'm tired, when I'm cranky and then they meet me and they think like, whoa, what's her problem? Like, <laughs> and it's not, it's just me being in my head or stressed. And even at the expo, I had like a gap between my booth work and I literally went and just hid I went around the corner and just laid down and just looked at the wall because I didn't want anybody to like interact and think that I was being a meanie when I was just super stressed. You know, I was just like, oh, my God, it's happening tomorrow. Hope I'm doing everything OK. You know, there's a lot that rides on my shoulders at these big shows. And that's why I say the Olympia, the Arnold is is I wouldn't consider it like fun. It's an exciting show. It's fun after, but leading up to it, so much stress and so much pressure. And like, I'm going to give the analogy again. It's the final exam of the year. You know, a lot of people, um, they train all year for their final exam or the Olympia and you can do good all year round in your, in your class and get some A's. But if you fail your final exam, it's kind of like you fail the class depending on what class you take. Right. <laughs> so I kind of look at it the same way. Like, you can have a spectacular year, but if you don't do well at the Olympia, that's what people remember. That's kind of like the final stamp of the year. That's your final, that's your explanation point of the year. Like this is what people will remember. And this is kind of like what you've all been working for this entire year. So in order for me to feel like I've accomplished a great year, I just wanted to do well at the Olympia and make sure I peaked at the right time. So I just felt like there was always a lot of pressure riding on me, you know, to perform well at the Olympia. And I'm sure a lot of athletes think the same way. So, um, you know, when I say it's not a fun show, it's still a great experience. It's fun after, but a fun show would be more like, Oh, let me do this. Like, you know, this, uh, qualifier show or whatever. That's, you know, even Sasquatch, for example, like that's a fun yeah. show. Like I can be relaxed going into peak week. I'll be like, hey, you know, I'm very, it's much more like easy going. I'm much more like relaxed, you know, but it's just so much pressure at the Olympia that it's like, just gotta be perfect. You gotta yeah. be perfect. You gotta be on. You can't be off by a little bit, especially in bikini. Like I just, like I just mentioned like five minutes ago, you're a little off. They will scoot you from, Third to sixteenth, you know. Yeah. Because there's all they're all so good. Fifty four bikini girls, and top ten could be switched around in any way, and make an argument like you always say that yeah. you can make an argument for anyone top ten. Like, well, you know, she that you know she should win because of this and this and this. You know, so there's so many different arguments. So that's why you got to make sure you're 
on point, you know? So that's why it's like so much pressure riding on me. And then, you know, I, a lot of it I do to myself. I know this, um, the burden of expectation, right? So I'm happy. Yeah. And also I think, especially like I would say since the Arnold UK, we've been really going ham on my upper body and it's really starting to show. Yeah. That's, that's apparent. And that's really cool. I'm happy with that. Did you see that little bicep vein in there? (laughs) Yeah. She's getting jacked. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that is cool. I'm glad you could see it. Cause you always, sometimes you go, when you're in those, when you're having your cranks, you will like, nothing's changed. And so like uh, when you could see it and you see it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it is there and you have seen it. So that's really cool. Yeah. No, it was, I think all in all, um, I'm really happy with how everything went out. There's, I don't, I don't think there was much more that if we would like, I, I always think of it as what if we did this, what if yeah. we did this, would it have changed? And I don't really see you being able to change much on your physique to, you know, you know, maybe, maybe climb up one, but also that could have been a risk and maybe go down one or two. Like, so there's always that, you know, that risk ward. And I I look at, I'm like, I think it's pretty solid, you know, and how everything went. Uh, Really happy with how you did, you know, with, with Phoebe, she got in the top 10 too, if you guys are watching. So that was really cool for her first Olympia. So having, you know, two girls in the top 10 was like, yeah, good job coach. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. You know, I feel bad for like Kimber and like just how busy it was. Seriously. Sorry, Kimber. Thank you for (laughs) like understanding. You better make it up to her. I got to. Oh, so I was so bad. I was so like unattentive. Like, cause it was just so, I like you, you know, I was the same way. Like literally when I was leading up to Olympia, there was only three people in my life that I even wanted to interact with just because I was so like focused. And that was you, Hugo and Sam. So that's the only people and everyone (laughs) else. I'm just like, I feel bad because like I've ignored like many text messages and, you know, and voicemails because I was so in the zone and I just was like, I just need to just focus. I just need to focus. And I feel bad, you know, um, so hopefully after we get some sleep, things return to a little, little more normalcy. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just like you said, there's not much I think I would have done to change. I mean, I think my glutes could have been tighter, but, you know, body does what it does sometimes. Um, I think my glutes were, were tighter in the previous shows. But, you know, it's like a trade, right? Well, my shoulders looked better, but yeah. my glutes weren't as tight, you know? So it's, it's, a, it's a give and take, right? And, and um, just kind of going back to what I was saying, earlier in this podcast is like, well, I think like a lot of times when you are getting judged in bikini, you're all, you're kind of like, depending on who you go against can determine how well you do. Right. So like, let's say with my physique that I brought to Olympia stage, I went against the, another group of girls could have done totally different, um, depending. And I think the two girls that were, you know, ahead of me, like I said, their structure is completely different than me. Like there's not much I can do structure wise to look like that. Um, but if it were as like maybe a different set, maybe it, things would have went differently. So I think like given the scenario, I did as best as I could have. So yeah. happy about that. Yeah. But it's taken me a couple of days to like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I think Especially like when it was, when, when Jennifer, when I thought Jennifer was winning, which everyone, you know, thought after judging, I thought, I was like, okay, there's some like, you know, she's lean and there's like, there's some things we need to really go after to like, if we're going to be able to go after her. But then the whole time they're going there, Maureen won morning and won uh, finals. Um, so almost with the perfect score, she was only, only one judge had her in second. I was like, oh, we we're looking even at the rock. Like Maureen was probably out of everyone was probably just a little bit softer. Um, but super round and bubbly and yes. full, you know, she's like mm-hmm. really 
uh, really round. It's like a different look, you know, yes. like her muscles really like flex. It's like the flex wheeler. Of oh the king, yeah. Like yeah. Super bubbly muscles. Yeah. You know? So like for her, kind of like the opposite of me, I would say like my structure is more angular rather than round. If that makes yeah. sense, like angles rather than round bubbles. Um, and also even in the core, my midsection, completely different structure than yeah. her. She's more, um, uh, less, less abs. Mine's more etched. Yeah. Um, her glutes from like the back were rounder in comparison to mine. So it's like, you know, structure things too. So yeah. not to say I can't do better eventually, you know, things we got to work on and to improve my own personal physique. But I think like, you know, that's hard to, to go against. So she, yeah, she killed it. She looks great. So yeah, it's a different, it's a different look too. Different you look. Know? Yeah. She has a, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, there's not really anyone who looks like that type of roundness. And well, it's I'd like say Jennifer kind of looks similar. She's taller, but similar structure. Yeah, structurally, yes. The what I, what main thing with Maureen is that she has that like uh, round, pretty muscle. Yes, but she could pull off a little bit. Like she's out of the three, Maureen would be the softest out of the three of you guys. But her tie-ins are just they're they're fully in, even with mm -hmm. that condition. So she can have fuller glutes and still have tie-ins. Yeah, and if you look at her core, like your core is like the tightest, but. It's it's uh it's kind of crazy like it's just so different but I'm I'm happy with how they picked cuz it's not like a girl was overly muscular and that's what I was worried about that they're going to pick some jacked overly muscular super etched tie-in girl um but I think that this was a good a good look for a bikini and I don't think that it's like so unrealistic either. I think yeah. that you know obviously it's a genetic unrealistic for like anyone to just say oh I want to look like that cuz it's such a structural and muscle belly thing but in terms of overall how muscular she is it's not like crazy you know it's yes. not like like there's been a few this year where i'm like come on guys like this is figure you know but the but with her i'm like okay if that's the standard i'm okay with that i'm cool with that like that's a that's a hard to obtain physique which it should be for competing but it's not an unrealistic physique you know yeah. type of thing so I with agree, you yes. yeah you being there um you know Jen, jennifer obviously she was a little more muscular this year but i'm not sure if she was more muscular actually or if it was just she was leaner at the same time like just leaner and it looks more muscular I would be curious to see what her weight was from show to show because mm -hmm. she was definitely leaner. So, um, yeah. So in terms of progression of bikini, I think it's, I think at least from last year to this year, it's kind of halted, which is, yes. I'm happy with, you know, how I am yeah. with that stuff. So um, I do think there was a quite, a, quite a few of the girls that kind of maybe overdid it a bit. And that's why, you know, uh, maybe they didn't do as well as we thought, but like, you know, that's the thing about bikini. You can overdo it easily. And yeah. then it's like, nope. <laughs> Yeah, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the judges this week, too, and be like, hey, I'm really happy with how you guys did this, you yeah. know? Like, even, even if we didn't win, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to call them up. Be like, yeah, I'm really, I'm really stoked. Because we've been going, having our, our, our talk about bikini and the evolution of bikini, and if, they, and if it's, and like, they're, just so you guys know, they're super concerned. With, they always want to make sure that everything's right, and they're not progressing too far, and they have these talks, and they have meetings, and they call coaches and what they think. And it's, like, a really cool thing. I really love the IFAB and how much they, like, care about that stuff. And so I'm excited. I'm going to talk to them. Like, you guys did a great job. Like really happy with how you guys went with the direction of bikini. It's not too crazy. Because there were some girls that they could have went with. I was like, man, this, the level of conditioning on some of these girls is like crazy lean. And level of muscle on some of those girls, I was like, whoa, like, yeah. is that what they're going to go with? When, when the comparisons initially were happening before the first call, I was like, man, there's so many directions they can go with bikini this year. Like, and I hope they don't go like with yeah, that progression, you know? Exactly. So. That's something I'm worried about too, because I know like for me, I'm not like one of those muscular girls. Like I said, I'm, you know, uh, it's not easy for me to put on muscle, especially up top. So it's like, 
well, geez, I don't want to like, I don't want the sport to like pass me by just because I can't like keep up, but I'm keeping up so far. So with the current standard, as long as it doesn't get too crazy, I think I can hang in there. <laughs> so, you know, I, yeah, I think you've, uh, done a, you've done a really good job with that. I think that you've done the best with keeping up with the, the constantly evolving standard. Yeah. yeah. That's what I hear a lot about you, you know? Yeah. So it's funny because you have, it's, it's funny because you have like two types of people who like, I guess you'd say like, like, I don't know if you call it fan or whatever you want to call it, but you have your, your diehard Ashley people, right? Which there's a lot of, which I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh, <laughs> but then you have your thanks, people. Thanks mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. But then you have your people and it's like, you know, some people, you know, they just have their people they like and people that they don't really have any strong feelings towards or anything. And you have, you have those people too, but the, even those people who you're not like their favorite bikini competitor uh-huh. always are like, you know, she's not my favorite, but I super respect what she does. <laughs> like she's been able to yeah. hang and no one else has been able to hang the way she yeah. has. She competes. She shows that you can do it. She shows you can stay stage lean and yeah. they're like, and I like some, and some, I had one girl, she's like, it's, she's like, I really, there's just, she's like, she's not my personality. So it's like, I don't like her but she makes it impossible for me not to like her because of what she does like oh. which is cool it's okay if they don't like me yeah that's how <laughs> you know, you're not gonna lo- not everyone's everyone's not gonna love everyone it's just the way it is i got like you know i have like 90 percent of the people that i hear from love me and 10 percent uh, hate me you know it's yeah, just how it goes. i you mean know, just- hey in in bikini too it's like if you go to anyone's page and stuff you'll find the same thing or even like um like one of those results pages and be like, I think this person should win this person, this oh, yeah. person. Like Everyone has like an opinion, right? So in bikini, everyone's going to gravitate. Usually, honestly, people gravitate to who their most similar structure yeah. is, honestly. Like I'm sure all the tall girls are like, yeah, go Phoebe. You know what I mean? <laughs> and maybe all the, like the, the, the small framed girls are like, yeah, go Ashley. So it's like, it's, I think we tend to kind of like relate more to people that we find are, are more fitting for our structure. But like in bikini, it's like the most diverse structures, right? Like, I feel like this sounds bad, but I feel like in men's physique, it's like clones, like just (laughs) clones. Whereas in like bikini, there's like, Oh, this girl, she's more muscular. This girl's leaner. This girl's more curvy. This girl's more thick. Like there's more diversity in bikini, which I think is a beautiful thing. It's like, there's, Hey, no matter what your structure is, I bet you, you can find someone that's like similar to yours. That's thriving, right? You just kind of got to do what you think is best for you. And we've discussed before as like, some people look better, softer. Some people don't. I'm not one that looks better, softer, you know? I think it's an easy, it's easy for someone to say, oh, she just needs to fill out, fill out, fill out. And, you know, it's like, well, I can fill out more too and, and get a little soft, but that will also make me a little softer perhaps, right? Yeah. And then I lose my lines instead of you being able to see them more clearly. I pop more when I'm leaner, not when I'm like softer. You know, some people have like that extra roundness whenever they're just like a little bit softer and things are just popping through. Not me. So it's like, you know, we just, uh, at human nature, we gravitate towards physiques or people that are most like us. So I was happy with how they went with men's physique this time too. The muscle wasn't as, you know, the, well, the guy's still jacked. They're still really big for the average gym goer, which is, you know, how men's physique was designed to be like the ultimate beach body. They're all, they're, they're still way past that. But this year it wasn't like they progressed it muscle wise. It looks like it went down just a little bit, but the aesthetics were beautiful, you yes. know, on, on the winter. So I love it. Uh, yeah. So I was happy with that too. I'm like, okay, I'm happy with this year's how everything's going. This is cool. You know, yeah. it's a, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy with how everything went at the Olympia. It was a great show. The stage yeah. was beautiful. First time in like planet Hollywood. Um, 
it was a it was a great show. Yeah, it was really cool. High production value. Um, uh, you know, for it being our Super Bowl, and the standard that has to come with that, I think they knocked it out of the park. And this is the the first. This is the first year muscle contest. Like the Ogundis managed it, right? I think this is the I first. Think, no, I think they've done it. In the was past. it the last one too? Okay. I'm not sure exactly how long, but they've yeah, definitely it's done it. Before. Relatively, yeah, relatively new, whatever. It is, but they knocked it out of the park. They really, they really killed it. So yeah, yeah super happy with how everything went. I'm happy. You guys, if you guys have never been to an Olympia, like and you're in the sport, you got to go to it because it's super motivating to go to those things and see everyone and go to the expos and have yeah. fun there. And yeah. So and say hi to me, you know, hi. <laughs> it's I won't be cranky next time. <laughs> no, I don't think I was cranky to anyone. I was you just, weren't really you know, that bad. Cranky I was just in my, like, maybe I'm, I mean, I was just in my head. I was just way too distracted, but you know, I just, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun guys. And it's such a, a pleasure to meet everyone. And um, it's kind of cool because sometimes we're in our own circles too much and we don't, we don't get to like, you know, go, t- go too far outside of our, our normal people we see all the time. And it's really cool and, and really motivating to meet people that are like, you know, not from Vegas, but they're coming into town and they've been following you and then they, you know, let you know how you've inspired them. It really, it's like priceless. And then it's like, you don't think about these things, right? until you see the person and they tell you face to face because seeing it in your messages or your comment section is great. But like to actually get that human connection when they tell you is, is pretty cool. It's like, you never know who's watching. You never know who's like being inspired by your journey. And, you know, I think a lot more eyes are on us than people realize and how we are like communicating on a day to day, but we don't realize because we're just in our own like friend group, you know, yeah. does that make sense? Even for you, a lot of people came up to you and told you how inspirational you are and stuff, which is a kind of cool feeling. Yeah, it's good. It makes it worth it, yeah. you know, because these are these things, especially like the research ones. And I mean, so it's always like, a, you know, I love doing it because it's like our daily, it's like our weekly talk too. It's like not just a podcast, but it's like mine and Ashley's like weekly talk together and stuff type thing too. So I look forward to it, but it, it is, it is extra work. It's harder. There's things you got to plan out sometimes. You got to study sometimes. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, when I hear all these nice things at the shows, it makes it worth it. I'm yes, like, okay. Like they're listening to us. Yeah. I'm like, I'll keep it going. I'll keep it going yeah. another year. Cause I had, I had probably, I don't know, a hundred people like over the course of the weekend, like take pictures and come up and say things. And it's like, okay. Like, and what's really the, the really cool one I really like is some people can't afford coaching. And so they'll kind of just like use the physique things I do as like a guidance system and mm-hmm. uh, to see where they're at and constantly do that, um, mm-hmm. use it at like our, the videos is like, okay, am I doing that right? Am I, do I look like this girl? And I have a lot of other coaches that are like newer coaches that use it too. And they tell me like, oh, Hey, I prepped my girlfriend using your stuff. And you know, it's just usually, it's just a, they can't afford a coach type of thing, but it's like, it's a really, it's nice to be their pseudo coach, you know, type of thing, right? Like, like their, their, uh, their helper without knowing it. And it's, uh, it's cool to hear these things, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's like funny cause I, even though the Olympia happened on Saturday and is currently Monday morning right now, it still hasn't like hit me completely. And I still like see like myself, like, looking at things differently when I think about it more and more. Cause like I mentioned, I literally, it wasn't until after dinner last night that I finally had like five minutes to myself and be like, Whoa, I did that. Cause it was so nonstop with commitments and everything and photo shoots and just packing and driving home and all that. But I got so much confidence too, from the show from my third, I got third last year. 
And I was like, maybe it was just a really good year, you know? But I got third again, and it's getting tougher. This is where it's getting tougher. And it's just, it just goes to show you, like, if you see how everyone gets arranged, it's literally anyone's game. Yeah. So it could be my game again. Let's yeah. see. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> but it's actually like, it becomes more of like a possibility. It's like, whoa, hold on. That wasn't like a fluke or anything last year. <laughs> it's like, dang. I can, I'm in the mix. You're in the mix. I'm yeah. still in the mix. Big time, yeah. Dude, I'm still in the freaking mix. Yeah. How crazy is that? I'm in the mix. Yeah. Two people away from the, the title again and top three in the world, number one American. That's, I mean, that's... That's some good momentum. Two yeah. third places at the Olympia in a row. Yeah. That's great for my confidence. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I... Even like going back, like looking at our photos from Arnold Classic UK... I mean, from the previous show leading and then to the Arnold Classic UK, I saw like a big improvement in that span. So what I'm trying to say is I have, I'm not done. I'm still going Yeah. and I'm just getting started and I can, I'm still capable of making improvements. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of cool to see that happen because sometimes you don't realize it because you're, you see yourself every day. But then when you get an awesome like stage photo back and you're like, whoa, that's new. That's improved. So, I, you know, I think like I still got a lot of juice left in me, you know, yeah. so. I think that's good for everyone that's doing competing too to hear too. Yeah. Like, you know, because. Um, I think feel- a lot of people expect results overnight and just like, yeah. why am I not at this level yet? And I'm still making improvements like exactly, 10 yeah. years later. <laughs> exactly. Like people will be two years in like, this is, I'm just not made for it. And I'm like, y- it takes a long time. People think it's so fast. It takes a long time to build muscle, especially if you're an advanced lifter. Yeah. Like if you could put on three pounds from like Olympia to Olympia, it's huge, huge for your physique. It would be totally mm-hmm. different, you know? So um, it's, I'm glad that people could hear it from you. Like on the inside, you're like, Hey, I'm like, third in the world and I'm still struggling to put on muscle and to fill out my frame and I'm making slight improvements year over year and I'm happy. I'm like absolutely happy with it. Uh, I think people need to hear that because girls want it now, you know, they're yeah. like, I want it. And then they get discouraged when they don't have it or yeah. didn't achieve what they wanted. But it's like, you got to keep going, man. Just keep going. Yeah. It doesn't, t- it's, it takes a long time. So, um, yeah, no, I, I don't think there's anything different this year that we would have done. And it was a fun it was so nice to do our first Olympia in Vegas too at our prep center and whatever and just like have events here and have you here and checking in in person and doing all these cool things like that. Um, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was really good. I'm, I'm really happy with how, like, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved at yeah. this point. I'm like, I feel like there's like a bat. I was carrying this backpack around <sighs> yeah. this whole time and I woke up and I'm, I kind of don't know what to do, to be honest. I like, I was like, yeah, I got back to normal life. <laughs> yeah, I have. So I woke up and then I, I talked to Kimber this morning. She's like, how long are you going to be today? Cause I've been coming. Oh gosh, I feel so bad. I've been coming home like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock every night for the last like four to six weeks, like for this Olympia prep. Cause I'd have something going on, training a session with Ash, training a session with Phoebe, doing a something, opposing or whatever for like, it was just, there's just something going on the equipment, the house that had the catastrophe at the house. Uh, it was just something. And then, um, I was like, yeah, I just got the podcast in like 12 check-ins today. That's uh-huh. it. Like that's nothing. That's like nothing, you know. It feels so weird going <laughs> yeah. back to normal life. Like I'm like I gotta do my client check-ins after this. It just feels so strange. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Right. After all that, we, all that took place this weekend, it's, it's like, like it's like a different dang, world. Back to normal life. 
Whoa. Yeah. Back to normal life. It's crazy. It's so crazy. But yeah, what a, what a fantastic experience. And then I think a lot of people also wonder like, well, what do you do as far as training a diet after show? It's like, I've been saying this whole time. I am not looking forward to food as much. I am just a break from the gym. So I'll probably take like a week off from the gym, you know? Um, you guys, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm not the biggest foodie, so it's not like I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait for a cheeseburger and fries. You know, it's um, I'll definitely have my little treats, protein bars. I love protein bars, um, stuff like that. You know, little snacks here and there. Um, but I'm looking more forward to just letting my body literally recover. Yeah. Like I'm so messed up right now as far as like my sleep schedule. Um, even my body is sore, even though I didn't do. In the last few days, I haven't done much except for pose. Hold on those poses. They do get you sore. Yeah. Um, but just like not feeling guilty about not coming into the gym or doing cardio. So, yeah, you're not going to lose your gains in one week, people. Yeah. It's not. It takes a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, it, you know, if you're going to take a week off from the gym, you just got to be aware of your diet, too, because you're not putting that same um, caloric output as you normally would when you're doing cardio and lifting. So that's just something to be aware of. It's probably, probably not a good idea to, to take both a week off and then go crazy on your diet and just have whatever it's, that's a recipe for disaster. But for me, I'm just more like, you know, I'll have some, some snacks, but I'm looking more for just a break from the gym. Yeah. I can't even imagine training with Sam today, honestly. <laughs> like I'm so like blah. It feels like I got hit by a bus. I, I would be thinking that those five pounds are like way too heavy. Like, <laughs> just going through the motions. Yeah. I w people think that taking time off is going to cost you so much muscle, but even like a lot of the Mr. Olympias will take a full month off after the Olympia. Like I think mm -hmm. people don't think they're just like right back in the gym. And some of them are the younger dudes that are like still kind of new in the game are, but like the guys who've been doing this a while, they're like, yeah, I know that I won't lose anything. I'm going to let my body recover. I'm going to fully leave the gym. I, they come back a month later and they're, they look just as jacked, not as, hard but yeah. like just as jacked yeah. and, the, and then they're just ready to work again too so i yeah. think it's it's important for people to hear that these a lot of these top level people will you know there's there's the there's those who are kind of i mean this this sport attracts the hyper obsessed right there's those who are like hyper obsessed and they won't take a time off the gym no matter what because they just love working out so much but then there's those who are like more like experienced and more strategic and they're like yeah, I know it's not going to cost anything. It's going to make my mindset better. And if you're in this, like, even if you're with, like, with me in training and you're in this hyper-progressive plan where you've been doing it for a long time and you're, like, you know, you're, you're in the gym and you're just not feeling it anymore, take a week off. I think it's absolutely better to take a week off than to just continue on with, you know, kind of dumpy workouts, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's almost like you want to take the time off to miss it again. So that when you do get back in the gym, you're like, yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm excited. My body's rested. I got some good sleep. I am ready to get a really good pump. And I know you, you know, easier said than done. Cause I know even you, you're guilty of that too. If you miss yeah. like, what is it? Two days of working days. out in a row, you feel two. guilty. Yeah. You feel like you feel small or whatever. <laughs> I don't feel that way. Honestly though, I will say if I take too long off my diet, I feel like gross. Yeah. But for you, it's like, if you take two days off from the gym, you feel gross. Day so. three, I'm like. I'm like so anxious when You're I like, wake I'm up. like, I'm as small as Ashley right now. <laughs> Day three, I wake up and I feel, but that's definitely like a, men, that's like a yeah, totally it's mental, a mental thing. thing. I wake up and I feel soft and squishy and little. And I like, don't even want to, I just want to, it's funny. Cause it's like, 
it's this like just extreme anxiousness that right when I wake up and I don't even want, I just want to, I don't even want to talk to anyone. I just want to leave and go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even, and it's funny because I've happened, it's happened with like Kimber just like once where it was like day three and like, I just left the house. <laughs> I just <laughs> woke up and left the house and right to the gym. So funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, for me it's that. And then, um, diet a little bit. Like if I have a bad, like if I had, like yesterday we had a meal and then I'll wake up feeling, okay, I, today's going to be like a low carb, no carb day and just do some cardio, whatever type of things. So we had, we had this meal. We should tell people about this. If you're ever in Vegas, there's this restaurant called Marrakesh, which is super, it's, it's a really fun place to go. Uh, really good Mediterranean food. They give you like a seven course meal. We did our team dinner there yesterday. Um, they have like a, this, it's just like, it's like you're in a tent and it's just like, it feels like you're in uh, a tent in the middle of the desert, you know? And uh, there's like we a, are in the middle of the desert. We are though. in the middle of the desert. You're right. <laughs> there's a belly dancer girl there too. She comes out, and it's like a whole thing. And it's just a, it's really fun. So if you're in Vegas and it's not too unhealthy, uh, good place, good place to go for your post uh, competitor meal or just visiting Vegas. So yeah, you know what I liked about that? It was like a share plate thing, so you don't feel obligated to eat your food. Because I'm a picker and a sampler. Yeah, like I will take little picks and pieces off of little things. But I hate the feeling of actually being completely full. I hate that. The feeling of like being bloated and then you wake up the next day and you're still full. Like I, oh, yeah. So I'm like a, like a, I'll pick at things. <laughs> so it was perfect for me because I didn't feel like pressured to like, oh, I got to finish my plate because, you know, I mean, but let, let it be known. I never waste anything. I will freeze things. But still, like if you have something on your plate and, you know, sometimes it's hard just to be like, give, give me a box. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm like, that was perfect for me. A little, little picks, little samples yeah. here and there. So yeah, good choice. That was, that was a fun one. And, and I like that it was like a unique experience rather yeah. than just like sit down and have food. You know, it was like an experience. It was entertaining. So yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's my favorite, my favorite spot. Mark, Mark Anthony took me there when I first came. Oh, yeah. Is that cool? And I've been there ever since I met the owner and then I've just been going to him ever since he always accommodates. So shout out to him for taking care of us yesterday. So, um, I guess with that, is there anything else we... We got the Arnold next, man. Yeah. And I'll be honest, a part of me was like, I don't know if I should get the eye surgery for the Arnold. I wouldn't be able to do the Arnold. But I think I'm going to do it. Like, you know, I got to get the eye surgery again, though, sometime. Fix this double vision. It's coming back. But don't worry. Don't don't feel bad for me. I hate that. I hate the pity. No, don't. <laughs> but at some point, I got to get this eye surgery again. And I was thinking, like, should I do it? The missile Arnold? I don't know. But I think I'm just going to go for it. It just sucks, though, because there's two pretty big shows in a row. So there's not much time to, like, it's yeah. like you got to get back mm -hmm. into it. But at least I'm taking this little week break. And I think a lot of people think that I'm, like, 100%, 100% of the time. You know what I mean? But, no, I do take breaks, guys. I do, like, even to the extent of not even working out. I think you need it right so, now. We worked you so hard this year, Ashley. Yeah. I mean, we went through weeks and weeks of like double shoulder training like i mean we really pushed the limits of your body this year i mean <laughs> yeah you're overdue <laughs> you're overdue for a a deload week by far so yeah just so you guys are aware like deload weeks are like when you've just worked your body so so far up and your you know your nervous system's probably a little bit taxed and there's just getting ready for the olympia prep you're pretty much pushing it to that point no matter what like you're it's very rare someone's going to be a hundred percent going into stage like their nervous system, their muscular system, everything's recovered. Like you're beat up come Olympia time. There's just no kind of no other way around it. We we try to take some make it easy the last week, maybe the last two where we ease off things, but that's not recovering, recovering. That's just easing off. You know, you're mm -hmm. you're a little better than where you were, but that's just you know trying to get inflammation down and whatnot. But it's definitely not a recovery period. You know, so um, yeah, you're <laughs> we. 
I mean, yeah, we pushed you pretty hard, like to the point of, you know, I mean, pretty close to that point, you know, where you, anything past that would be like too much for your joints and yeah, body. I, I mean, it's, it's yeah, pretty rough. That I pushed it pretty hard on almost all the way up until Olympia. Well, not, not during peak week, but the week before, like, I don't think I've felt that much inflammation. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is one of the reasons, honestly, why I didn't come together till last minute. Honestly, I do think I was like inflamed, yeah. <laughs> especially that the week before the Olympia was like my hardest workout day because I literally ran a 10 K in the morning and pushed myself pretty dang hard. It was a really hilly course. So a 10 K is 6.2 miles and I'm not a distance runner. Okay. I don't train for the distance. Don't think it's, uh, that's not, not, ideal for training for bikini but I do like on the weekend just run the race and again I don't train for it I don't run during the week I just go out and do it and use it as a good stimulus for a good cardio workout so that was tough and my legs felt like jello afterwards and I was all sweaty I came back here and then I trained legs with you yeah. right into uh-huh. it and it was tough but you got to do it. That was like my last really hard workout. But I think that might've been one of the reasons why, like I was just, I had a lot of inflammation, like, whew. Yeah. That was a, it was, yeah, it was a crazy week. Crazy, crazy year. Uh, it's so weird that it's done. I don't even know what to like, how to move in here. We it's, passed. Yeah. We passed. We passed the test. Year. Yeah. Yeah. We passed. We passed. Yeah. I was. Honor roll. Honor roll. Yeah. I'm super stoked with it. The end result was good. 12 shows this year. 12. Yeah, everything went good. I mean, it's crazy. Everything went how I think I think it went pretty much best case scenario. I mean, there's better a, than last year. Yeah, this I think and I do think this third place means more than last year's third place because the, sh- the show was so much bigger and there was so much more variance and you have a switching of a champion and you have all these things like all these variables that you could have easily have been first place or 10th place in the same look as you have now, you know, like. Mm-hmm. There's just so many variables. 55 girls, just that alone, like, it's crazy. God. 54 girls showed up? 54 I don't girls? Know. I think it's 55, yeah. 57 qualified, I think 55 showed up, I think it was. So, um, I mean, just, like, that's so wild to think of 55 are the best physiques in the world. And you know, you know what was really cool, too, that I saw? I love, like, when I'm at the Olympia, I can finally, like, my last day, my really, like, my last hard day is, like, Friday. Because Saturday morning, not too much is going to change for the show. So I get to kind of my, my easing up starts Saturday morning. I mean, the anxiousness and the anxiety for the show and like all that is happening. But the, the easy stuff is like the hard stuff is done. Like, did you nail the carbs? Well, there's not much you can do at that point. Hayes in the barn. Hayes in the barn. <laughs> but so I like, I try to sit back and, and just see the competitors and enjoy it, you know, and like watch them. And, I, and one of the cool ones was, was Lana when she came back from stage, you know, she had no expectations of being like top 10. She got in on points and she's like super realistic she talked to me at the, at the meet the athletes and she was like, thanks for doing the videos. And then uh, I, I use the advice, whatever. And, um, like she comes back and I don't know what call out she was maybe fourth or something, but she was like in somewhere in the 36 ranking of athlete, right. Because of how the call outs went. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people would be like, Oh, I'm in that like 36. But she came out super excited, Aww, like stoked. And she, that. and she's like, she's such a sweet girl. Like she's such she a is. sweet girl. And she was like, top 36 in the world. I couldn't be happier. Like, like Jen, like you would have thought she won, you know, you thought she won the first, the first call out, you know? And like, it's just perception, you know, and how it you is. take things and yeah, how you exactly. can, you know, and then to even qualify is awesome. insane. This, yeah, it's just so hard. You if know? you think that's like one person representing every state roughly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and when you think about it, yeah. how big the bikini division gets. It gets, the bikini, like the draw of bikini gets bigger every 
single freaking year. And that the temple gets deeper. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah. And like you said, I think this this um, third place was more meaningful. And I think it, to add to that, it shows consistency. Like it wasn't just a one-off like, yeah. oh, she got third. Whew. Whew, that was crazy. No. Three, uh, third place for the second year in a row. That's, That's great. Yeah. Like I'm in the mix. I'm there. I'm right there. Yeah. That is. Is so encouraging for me. I'm right there. Yeah. It's really cool too because the way, and the other reason is too, is because last year you had um, a vacant crown, right? And then this year that girl came back to, to go do the Olympia too. So it's like you maintained, like that was going to be harder level because she mm -hmm. was coming back, right? So it was like, yeah, this one means, this one means more. There's more, yeah. there's more talent this year. And so I'm going to say one more thing and this is, this is the cockroach thing. So <laughs> now so some people, I, I thought of this. Okay. I thought of this and it makes so much sense. So a lot of, a lot of people were, will refer to me as like the goat. I don't refer to myself as the goat. I will just say bah when somebody <laughs> calls me the goat, I'll just say bah or whatever the heck they do. I always think that honestly, I think the fainting goats when people call me goat. <laughs> Cause they're cute. Yeah, I mean, they faint, you know, they yeah. get startled and just tip over. But regardless, that's been taken, I guess. But anyway, I'm more like the freaking cockroach of bikini, okay? <laughs> I am the cockroach of bikini. You can't get rid of me. I survive nuclear attacks. <laughs> I'm here to stay. No one likes me. That's okay. <laughs> I'm here to invade your nightmares and dreams. Yeah, the Freddy Krueger. The Freddy Krueger. I am the freaking cockroach <laughs> of bikini. Okay, I am a cockroach. I will wear that proudly. I'm going to start using cockroach emojis. <laughs> is there one? Yeah. There is one. Okay. I used it on the post that you accepted today <laughs> as a collaborator. That's awesome. Of a cockroach. Yes, because you are... You are the one of the most loved and one of the most hated bikini competitors. I don't know if anybody likes. I don't know if anybody likes cockroaches though. But you gotta admit they're pretty resilient. They're. I mean, in terms of survival, you know, ability. I'm I not think here surviving. They're, they're here since and thriving. They're here since uh, like, like uh, dinosaur times, right? That's basically me. I'm pretty sure they've. They're one of the, like the surviving insects of that. Time, I'm right? one of the surviving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the surviving insects yeah. from from BC. <laughs> That's me. So, you know, <laughs> I'm here with this exoskeleton living my Olympia, best cockroach life. The Olympia loves you. You are the uh, the most, the best, the best uh, $0 investment that the Olympia has ever had. <laughs> they, were, they were talking about it the other day on Olympia TV. They were like, uh, Tarek was making fun of it. He was like, Every time she wins, she saves the Olympia. Or actually, Jake Woods was saying, he was saying every time she wins, she saves the Olympia about $2,000. So, yeah, good for her. <laughs> so, 14 grand, I think. Yeah, you saved him. You saved him some money. So, and I think this year we're going to save him. We're going to save him some more. I think. I hope. Upcoming, we're going to try. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. upcoming year, we're going to try. Cockroach coming through. <laughs> we, need a, we need a shirt or something. I'm going to wear that shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. We just need a saying. We just I need actually hate cockroaches too. I mean, who who doesn't? Who doesn't like them? Yeah, who likes them? That's so. okay. I don't. I don't care if you know whatever. As long as I'm out here surviving and thriving, I don't care. Well, I'm gonna still call you the goat, or I just call you the goat roach and put like a cockroach head <laughs> on a goat's body. Oh, oh like, <laughs> like a roach shirt. riding a goat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We need to do that. We, that's the shirt. It's a goat, a roach riding a goat on a on a rainbow, like riding Whoa. through with a unicorn. And the roach has to have a <laughs> bikini on. Yes. Yeah, Can I like we do it. this? Can someone out there 
Could someone out there invoice me for that? Just get, get those shirts over here. <laughs> there you so go. anyway, no, you're the you're the goat, Ashley. You hit every metric for qualifying for that. So that's just the way it is. But <laughs> is that what goats do? They go bah. That's like, I know lambs do sure. it, but do you know, goats say it too. Do you know they scream sometimes? Like ee! yeah. Do you know that scapegoats? The you know you heard of that thing scapegoat? Like mm-hmm. a scapegoat that comes from the fainting goats. Really? Yeah. So just so this is a cool fact for you. This is a dad fact, random dad fact. So um, <laughs> I'm prepared if that situation you got ever new comes balances up. balances on today? <laughs> I do. New balances? I'm, I'm prepared for random dad advice, even though I don't have kids. So uh, the scapegoats, they would put that with their sheep. And if there was a predator that would come, those fainting goats. <gasps> oh, they faint and they're the prey. Yep. And the I sheep, don't want to be the prey. And the sheep can get away because this, the, scape, the, escape, the scapegoat, the fainting goat, when it would get startled, would just be prey for the the you know. So the less, the more valuable sheep would would survive. Fascinating, isn't that cool? So yeah, fascinating. Okay, that makes That's sense. That's where scapegoat comes. Yeah, does make sense. Well, so anyway, yeah. well, uh, I'll <laughs> say one last thing. I'm just getting started, everyone. I'm just getting started. Let it be known. I'm just getting started. <laughs> and with that, guys, thank you for all the support this year. Like for real. For reals. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to. Thank you guys. It's been a really hard last two months for this Olympia prep. This is, I don't know why it was so mentally draining and tough, but I was, I, I can't wait for the next one already. I tell you that. I know it's going to be tough again. And like when I'm in it, I'm going to be like, gosh, I can't wait for the Olympia to be done. Cause you know, yeah. it's just how it gets. But, um, man, does it make it worthwhile? Is yeah. It- you get to reflect on all the memories. Like, although when you're in the moment, you're, you have so much anxiety and you're so like stressed yeah then you can reflect on that time and you're like whoa i did that yeah when i was a little kid i would look at this like i would look at these flex magazines like it was like my bible you know like i just loved bodybuilding and i love bodybuilders so much and i just wanted to be one and then as i got more into it and more into it and competed more and more i realized you know my genetic structure was never going to go too far with it um and i was coaching already and i was like but i'm really good at coaching like i'm pretty good at it you know and then it became like, you know, I want to be the best coach in the world one day, you know, and I don't really have the desire of being the best coach in the world anymore. I want to be the best I can be, That's which is cool because, you know, I figured you could never quantify that anyway. But now, you know, I can sit back and look at it and I'm like, dude, I have, I have two people in the top 10 in the world right now, right? And it's like, it's such a, it's such a crazy thing to think about, you know, because there's someone looking at those well, now it's online, but like those magazine type things, right, too. And they're just like, I just want, they're in the same position I am that of like the athletes that we're producing out of Team Elite, right? And so it's a cool, like to, I'm, I try to, I try to appreciate it, you know, like C-Bum says, you know, stand back and appreciate the moments. And I'm trying to be better about that. But it's, to me, it's a, it's a dream come true, you know? It's, a, you know, everything else aside, like who cares about the success, the, the money or whatever, all that it means nothing, you know, you don't take any of that with you, but the memories you take and so anyway for that thank you for letting me be part oh, of this journey yeah, too absolutely adam and hey you got two, two girls in the top 10 i think you're pretty good at this bikini coaching stuff yeah kind of good at this you know i say <laughs> people kinda, question kinda good people question my methods and why i don't take on more athletes and more bikini pros and right That's now a good point you yeah, know i ship them all we're right going now. for quality over quantity yeah I, I send them to my friend right now um and, and even he asked me too why don't you take on more and i'm like i just I want to work with what I got to, to do the best I can with those right. few. And I think at the end of the year, when we have two in the top 10, it's like, okay, 
There's something to that. There's yeah, something but to that I mean, method out of it. You have a certain criteria that you would take somebody on, but you have to fill it out. It's not yeah. like a no one, you're not going to not take on anyone. It's more of like a, does this person have potential? What do you see in this person? Are they hard worker, committed, and all your other criteria that you do? So it's, you know. Yeah. It's not easy to get get in with you, but not as a pro, as an amateur, I take on a lot I will take on a lot of amateurs just so you guys know. That's yes. not as as strict it's as a criteria. It's less stressful. Yeah. And then the other coaches too just so you know, with Team Elite Physique, we have other co- amazing <laughs> coaches that will take on pros, but yeah. I'm saying you specifically. Yeah, I want to I want to have a high success rate. Well, thanks for letting me be one of your athletes, yes. Adam. I uh, you qualify for another year. Hopefully, I can squeeze by another <laughs> year with you. Hopefully, I'm important enough. I'm a ride or die with you, Ashley. Hopefully, I'm a hard worker enough. We're gonna be seven. You're gonna be seven years old. I'm still gonna be prepping you. Heck yeah, <laughs> the up. ultra masters bikini class. <laughs> ultra masters. I'll, I'm a cockroach. I'll be there. <laughs> you will be there. Heck you will yeah. be there. <laughs> Granny class 2073. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so uh, I guess with that, guys, thank you so much. Anything you want to say, Ashley, before thank we Thank you, everyone, like for the support um, and, and the nice comments and messages and everyone I got to meet. It's It really is such a cool thing. And I'm just honored and flattered to be even a thought in your mind at some point and hopefully I can get you through all those hard cardios and, and show that, Hey, it's possible. Don't doubt yourself. Just keep pushing through, you know, I you will, can do it. I will say Ashley that, um, I'm watching the, the live feed right now on Instagram and the cockroach thing seems to be a hit. I love it. I've seen I'll be a the lot cockroach. of cockroach emojis. That's right what's now. up. And I'm a cockroach. You did it to yourself. Oh no, I'm the one that said it makes the most sense. The goat has been taken apparently, so I'm the cockroach now. I think it makes the most sense. Does it not? It makes the most sense. I'll leave it there. But uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. Appreciate it. It is Adam and the Roach. <laughs> Ashley. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.